Hello everyone and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about communication and how you can connect with big influencers, uh, famous entrepreneurs. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Nathan Chen. How are you? Hey, Anatoly. Good, thanks. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm doing great. It's a big pleasure. I check out your profile and you know, when I found these names, uh, Richard Branson, uh, Mark Cuban, Tim Ferriss, you know, uh, for me, I don't know how to reach out to these people. Before we start, just tell more about your experience, background and why you decided to share with us about such way of communication or growing your business. So look, uh, I started Founder about eight, nine years ago and it it started as a magazine and mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about business. Sorry, my dog. One second. <laughs> uh, that's okay. No worries. I love dogs. <laughs> so these things happen. Yeah. You got to look after your dog. <laughs> so yeah, look, I started Founder about eight, nine years ago as, as a magazine. And uh, I had this vision of, of how do I find out people that are building successful businesses with no experience whatsoever. And what I started to find after interviewing people was this is incredible information. I need to share it with the world. And so as time went on, I was like, well, this could be so much bigger. How do I go and, you know, interview some of the greatest entrepreneurs of our generation? Because the magazine just started as a side hobby. So then what happened was, through the magazine, I started to interview and reach out to people like Richard Branson to do an interview or Tim Ferriss or Ariana Huffington or Damon nice. John and, and the list kind of goes on. And I can tell you more around how I've been able to do that, but that was kind of the 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 catalyst for starting Founder. And now we've become so much more than just a magazine. We're an online education platform uh, where we um, really help people start and grow businesses through getting some of the greatest entrepreneurs of our generation to teach on our platform. And uh, mm, yeah, nice. I can tell you more about our founder education platform and founder plus our all access membership pass and all sorts of things. But yeah, that's kind of me and us. Yeah, let, let's do it right now because, you know, I, I want to know about founder because, you know, uh, I think that uh, it's very important today to find the right way to communicate with big influencers, to learn from them, from entrepreneurs like, I don't know, Tim Ferriss, because these people are very famous, you know, they know how to build big businesses. And I think uh, I have a huge audience who want to uh, build such businesses. So uh, let's talk more about founder and then we can go uh, to other topics. Yeah. So look, the vision for founder now is how do we build one of the largest online education platforms and business schools in the world, having people teach and give back that have actually done it like legit mm-hmm. founder. So yeah. Um, that's what we do. We find incredible founders to give back on our platform. So you can learn from them, whether it's through our online courses or our interviews or our content. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I can talk to you about how I've been able to do that. So I think one thing that's really, really key when it comes to wanting to work with influencers or industry leaders or thought leaders in any industry that you're in I think you have to really be quite thoughtful in your approach and really think about what's in it for them. When you think about what's in it for them, then you actually start to think about it from a serve first and ask later approach. So Mm -hmm. when it comes to, I guess, 
Serving first and asking later, let's take Tim Ferriss as an example. How did I get Tim Ferriss on the front cover of the magazine? How did I interview him for our podcast? Well, I knew that I needed to serve first and ask later, and I knew I had a platform that could give him press. And so I waited for the right opportunity to basically make sure that when he launched a book or he launched something, and in this circumstance, he was launching a TV show, that mm-hmm. I could best support him. So um, I I reached out and I found that, you know, I knew he was doing a little bit of a road show and I helped support the launch of that TV show. But another thing I also did was I worked out who the gatekeeper was. So at the time, that gatekeeper was Ryan Holiday. Now, Ryan Holiday doesn't do um, PR and, and book and promo stuff anymore, but... I wrote to Ryan and I was like, Hey, I know Tim's launching a show. Um, and I'd worked with Ryan before. And I said, cause you know, Ryan even helped us get Tony Robbins. And so I, and I've interviewed Ryan as well for his book launches and stuff. And so I, I said to Ryan, Hey, look, uh, love to interview Tim. We knew each other and then off we go. And then, so one, you need to think about serving first and asking later and what can you do for that person Two. You need to find the gatekeeper. Who is the person that is making the decision? Because Tim Ferriss isn't making the decision. It, he's, you know, he's got somebody or, or a team or a PR. Like most, most of these uh, thought leaders or people that have don't have much time. It's all about, you know, how do they have people protecting their time? So keep watching the gate. So how do you find that gatekeeper? And then three, how can you make it a no-brainer? Because mm-hmm. you have something that could be really powerful to help them press audience, etc. So that, that is how you need to do it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let, let's imagine the perfect world. Uh, I want to reach out to Mark Cuban. Uh, I Google, uh, take the phone, call him, uh, Mark, uh, can, can you speak on my podcast? You know, uh, I'm interested with that and here he can reply, you know, I'm watching game of my team, you know, I'm so busy right now. <laughs> it, it's in a perfect world, but, uh, let's talk about real world. Uh, I, I think it's really hard to write email, even if you write a personalized email, even if you research sometime about these people, but how do I know that, uh, uh, I can provide uh, some valuable stuff. I can provide some interest, you know, to them uh, or value because I think they have resources, PR, uh, many other stuff. I think they have teams. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. Let's, can let's, you tell more about, about research? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's run this one out, right? So we've interviewed Mark Cuban. Um, so it is, I want to be really clear, Anatoly, like it can be done. Like I'm somebody that started from nothing right? I started mm-hmm. founder yeah. with a few thousand dollars and I've been able to build it up, right? Mm-hmm. So it can be done, but it, there's no magic formula that uh, if you do X, Y, and Z, anybody can interview Mark Cuban, right? I think yeah. that's a really good thing to take away. So if you want to interview Mark Cuban, this is how I would approach it. And I'm talking about you, Anatoly. First and foremost, you have to work out a way to build up your show so you have great like you have a, a sizable audience um to be able to command that kind of i guess mutual exchange in value okay that's mm-hmm. the first thing the second thing is you have to find out a way 
to have other well-known profile people over time, just really building up that momentum of other well-known profile people on your show to then build that influence and credibility. So for me, the first interview I got was with Richard Branson. I was able to build that credibility for the founder brand because of the magazine. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So So that's the second thing you need to have an have a have a size enough sizable enough audience that you you can you can command that uh credibility and then you have um you've already interviewed or interviewed a couple of other well-known inter you know people in your industry and then the third one is you really need to find out when the right time is right mm-hmm. so the way that i interviewed mark cuban i can't i can't even remember anymore it was a while ago but um, I think I reached out to someone on his team because he was launching an app or something, you know, right now he's working on some other products. So sometimes if, you know, uh, certain founders are doing a press run, like for example, the reason that I'm coming on this show is I want to talk about founder plus our all access membership pass, which gives you access to mm-hmm. all of our courses, frameworks, community, etc. Right. So if somebody's talking about a product um, or they want to promote a product, then that's a good way. But that those are the that that's that's what that's what you have to do as Anatoly to be able to Mm -hmm. interview Mark Cuban. And it is possible. It is definitely possible. It is not easy, but it is possible. And with hard work, grit and determination, you can definitely do it. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah, I, I think I think so. Anything is possible if you believe. Uh, and uh, I have the question about uh, what kind of uh, valuable information uh, these uh, billionaires can provide, you know, on your show, how they can lead your audience in the right direction, how they can show, for example, for me, I know it's hard to scale the business, you know, when you have five people, as I read on your profile on LinkedIn, that uh, you can hire five people, then you can uh, hire 50 people, more, more. Uh, can you tell more about that? What kind of value can you get from these people and share with your audience? Um, well, look, if somebody's a billionaire, they have incredible experiences, right? And a lot of those experiences are really hard won. Like uh, they've mm-hmm. got the battle scars to prove it. And I think that's a really, really important thing to take away, Anatoly, is that if you, you know, interview people that have had a lot of success, the key thing you want to focus on is how can you ask them questions that they never asked? How can you ask, how can you get, go deeper? How can you find out things that they maybe not share usually? Uh, How do we go beyond the surface? How do we get to the 1%, the 1% of things that people rarely share? That's really, really Mm -hmm. key. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, okay, I found on your LinkedIn profile about uh, founder. Uh, let me read uh, this one. Uh, founder is a global media and education company that connects millions of people with some of the most successful living entrepreneurs like Richard Branson, uh, Mark Cuban, Tim Ferriss, uh, many others. Can you tell, uh, for example, uh, or give me a strong reason? You know, uh, right now, 
to uh, register on your platform and uh, to reach out to such entrepreneurs or uh, similar entrepreneurs or other great entrepreneurs. And uh, how long does it take, you know, to learn from them? What kind of uh, format can I get? Because, you know, people have different uh, loving formats. Someone uh, likes to watch video, others uh, to read, uh, to listen. It depends. Can you tell about, uh, can I find my loving format and how I can... Uh, I don't know, like to find uh, the right entrepreneurs who can teach me and lead in the right direction. Yeah. So obviously we have our magazine. So if you want to read um, and you enjoy mm -hmm. to learn through reading, we have our magazine and you can you can access that via Founder Plus, our all-access membership pass. Um, if you want to learn certain topics like how to run Facebook ads successfully from somebody that spent over $100 million um, mm -hmm. profitably, <laughs> Then we have online courses, many, like how to run Facebook mm -hmm. ads, how to run YouTube ads, how to run TikTok ads, how to grow your Instagram following. Um, the, and these are from founders that have actually done it. Um, and you get their frameworks, you get their blueprints, you get their templates. Um, we try and really remove the, the, uh, the, we try and make ease of implementation as easy as possible. You try and remove as much friction as possible to get the results that you're looking for. Um, but then you, we also give you access to our community where we have incredible founders uh, that are in the trenches building businesses. Uh, it's various different levels wherever you're at in your journey that you can learn from, network with, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, that's a little bit about Founder and Founder Plus and, and how, how it can really help you. Nice, nice. Uh, I have one question that uh, uh, I can't avoid. Uh, sorry for that. Uh, I see on your background some books. Can you tell about your loving books? Because I think uh, everyone who wanna achieve high results need to read books. Uh, Richard Branson, Tim Ferriss. Uh, Tim Ferriss wrote uh, his book. Uh, I don't know how many, but I know about one book. And uh, uh, I, I think uh, all uh, famous entrepreneurs, they read books. Can you tell about your loving books and how they can help you? Yeah, so look, I, I, I probably should read more than I do, but I definitely have read a lot of business books in my time. And I think the key thing to take away when it comes to building a successful business as an entrepreneur is it's not about what it's about who, who has done what you want to do, right? Who has mm -hmm. done it. And it's your job to go out and find that person, whether you meet them in person or you read their books or you enroll in their courses, et cetera, et cetera. And that's where I find books really powerful, or online courses, really powerful or podcasts, really powerful or magazines, really powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, let, let's talk about Founder Mo. Uh, can you tell, uh, you, you shared about uh, that you can help with online courses, uh, with other educational stuff. Uh, can you tell uh, how to, uh, you know, for example, from my experience, if I provide SEO services, pay-per-click, uh, Instagram, any others, I can't be successful. It's better to pay attention with one direction where I can get much higher results. Uh, can you tell how you can provide a lot of different types of services in Founder and uh, uh, how you can control the quality of uh, such products? Yeah, so um, one thing that's really, really important to us is we have a very heavy vetting process when it comes to the instructors that we choose to work with. Mm -hmm. um, and it's through that vetting process and protecting the brand 
that we work very, very, very hard to make sure that, yeah, like the the people that are teaching have actually done it. And that's how we maintain quality. Um, Mm -hmm. We have a very, very stringent vetting process. Mm -hmm. And uh, how do you choose them or filter out? I think, you know, uh, many people can want to teach, but I'm not sure that every one of them uh, is great. Someone needs more time, you know, to learn, uh, to provide some practical tips. Can you tell about choosing the right people for your platform? Yeah. So look, for us, it's got to be people that have actually done it. They're actually doing Mm -hmm. what they're teaching. uh, So they've actually done what they're teaching. So for example, you know, we have an instructor that teaches how to start an e-commerce business. She's, she's, she's created four multi-million dollar e-commerce brands like that. Nice. That's very, very important. And we've vetted that she's one Shopify builder business. Uh, we have somebody that teaches how to run TikTok ads. He spent millions of dollars profitably running TikTok ads. So this is really, really, really important. And that's how we vet people. And that's that's what we're looking for. People that can teach that are actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about uh, connecting uh, readers uh, on your platform with entrepreneurs. I know, for example, uh, when I talk to Neil Patel or Ren Fishkin, I know these people are so busy. I'm pretty sure that uh, Tim Ferriss is more busy than uh, even uh, uh, other people. Can you tell how you can uh, find time from busy people to teach uh, others uh, on your platform? Once again, it comes back to the value exchange, right? Uh-huh. Like, like it's all about the value exchange. We, you know, we we get we, you know, we, you know, we pay them for their time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right? Like it's it's not like they're doing it for free, right? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's all about the value exchange, and it comes down to their goals and aligning things with their goals. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Okay, uh, can you tell uh, from your experience, you started from scratch. Uh, you mentioned that you had uh, a few thousand dollars, not a lot. Uh, uh, can you tell how to start with no money, uh, any business, uh, but if you have passion and willing to sacrifice your time to go ahead? Yeah. So look, I started found with a few thousand dollars. I would consider that having no money, just to be clear. Right? Uh-huh. Like, like it, it, it was on the back of a credit card. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was low risk. I think when it comes to starting a business, um, when you don't have much money, I think the key thing to think about is what can you do? What can you create um, that doesn't cost a lot of money? And how can you provide value that, will will really provide to solve somebody's problem. So I think when it comes to creating businesses, I think the easy ones are digital products, online courses, um, or also services, service-based businesses, consulting, agency, freelancing, those kinds of things. They're the easiest businesses to start without money from my experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Uh, let's imagine you started today from scratch, without any experience, knowledge, skills. What will you do uh, to start the same business founder uh, considering your mistakes that you had before? (laughs) Yeah, I know, it's hard. (laughs) Um, 
I would have started Founder Plus earlier because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's a membership model and I think that's a great mm-hmm. model. Um, I would have... I would have... Uh, I would have uh, looked to hire uh, not as many friends. Uh, I think that mm-hmm. can be a tough one, right? Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and... I would have been more open to understanding and uh, being, I guess, sometimes when you have success, you can get ahead of yourself. Um, I, I would be much more, uh, yeah, less, less think I'm invincible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, interesting. <laughs> okay, uh, you mentioned about hiring. Uh, uh, can you tell your methods of hiring the right people? Because I know that success depends on your team. You know, if you have the right team who can lead your business uh, in the right way, can you tell your hiring process how you can find the right people for your team? Yeah, so um, when it comes to hiring, I think it really comes down to culture really looking at values, but then also having a really solid recruitment funnel. Um, you need to have a, a way to sell people around what it, what the experience you'll give them and what it means when you they come and work for your company. But then also at the same time, um, you have to get volume of applicants because, you know, um, the more people you, you that applied, the higher chance you have of getting uh, somebody that's uh, a player talent. Um, but mm-hmm. then also I think it comes down to what the, uh, that promise is. You know, it's not just about salary. People want so much more than a salary now. They want um, flexibility. They want to do work that matters. They want to be part of a company that really cares about their career and how you're going to develop their career. And they want to be part of a company that makes a difference and how can they can do work that, um, you know, is is not just boring. They want it to, you know, we, we want people that um, it doesn't feel like work. It's more than just a job. Um, mm-hmm. These are the kind of things that we look for. Nice, nice. Uh, let me share my story. A few years ago, uh, I worked on one big project uh, and uh, I didn't have time to uh, speak with my team, uh, to talk to them, to uh, know their problems. And uh, a few key players left my company because of toxic environment. I got it, no way, I need to do something with that. So uh, I changed approaches uh, and decided that I need to find time to talk to my uh, employees uh, at any circumstances. It doesn't matter what kind of uh, job I can, uh, I don't know, like skip or forget, but I need to do it. Can you tell about communication with your team? Uh, How often do you communicate with your team and uh, what kind of questions can you ask about uh, I don't know uh, about personal life or uh, any problems that they have Uh, share more about uh, such communication yeah so um look we have many different ways right we have a monthly town hall for the whole company um, that happens every Mm -hmm. month Uh, I tend to send out like a weekly or fortnightly wins email to talk about the momentum we're building what's working what's not working we also have a weekly meeting just on the status of the company, how we're tracking against our goals. Um, those are a few meetings and rhythms. Um, I, I have uh, a leadership team, so I 
you know, we catch up once a week, mm -hmm. I found the leadership team and they're the people that really kind of run the business with me. Um, and then it kind of filters down. We yeah. use, we use Slack as a, as our community, cause we have a, like a, a global team. Um, we use mm -hmm. Slack to communicate. Um, we, what else do we do? We, we use Google, uh, hangouts mm -hmm. to do calls. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. Okay, got it, got it. Uh, Nathan, I have the question about uh, your competitors. For example, if I search on Google, I can find a lot of online courses about TikTok, Google, um, uh, any platforms. Can you tell about your unique selling proposition? Uh, why you think that your products uh, are much better than existing or uh, what kind of benefits you have better than competitors? Yeah, well, look... Um... I think definitely now we compete on price um, and that's mm -hmm. not a good thing, but like, you know, to get access to all of our courses, 25 plus courses, um, it only costs $1,500 a year. It's an annual mm -hmm. membership. Um, a lot of people charge $1,000 to $2,000 for just one course, usually on TikTok ads. Um, mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. The second thing, is we we spend probably more than most of those courses on production value and team and investment in resourcing to make sure those courses um, have a really solid learning journey. We have um, this idea around bite-sized learning and uh, we invest quite heavily in our technology and platform to give people an incredible learning experience, but most importantly, to really help them get a result. Um, so our courses, if you access them all via our membership, it's it's super cost affordable and a no-brainer. Then we spend more than probably 99.9% .9 of courses in terms of production, learning and experience and then technology to make sure that's an incredible learning experience. And then the third one is the caliber of our instructors. Um, we just make sure that we find people that really have done it and really vetted because a lot of people teach courses and they probably shouldn't be charging what they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What it, love it. Uh, can you tell about uh, the future? Uh, can you forecast the future of your company and uh, how you are going to develop and innovate existing products uh, to beat competitors and keep growing? Um, so look, we'll continue to double down on our, our learning platform and technology. Eventually we're going to have a um, learning algorithm where when you sign up for our membership, we'll ask you a series of questions and we can give you a custom tailored learning journey, depending on what your strengths and weaknesses are as an entrepreneur. And we can have recommended uh, learning paths for you, which I think will be incredible. Um, mm -hmm. we're going to continue to produce more content and courses. Eventually we want to get to one new course per week. And then in regards to content, uh, we're going to continue to interview some of the greatest entrepreneurs of our generation and get them to teach on our platform.
Nice, nice, love it, love it. Yeah. Uh, uh, from uh, you know, I, I personally love to learn from uh, famous entrepreneurs because I know they share practical tips how you can achieve success. And for me, it's more important to be consistent. You know, uh, stop overlearning. It's better to overacting. You know, when you overact, you can find something that works actually for you. It's my approach, and I think uh, uh, yeah, you, you can take ideas, learn from great entrepreneurs, and go ahead um i have the final question about ai technologies uh do you use any ai technologies uh, in your platform or uh, do you have uh, any goals you know to uh, to add them yeah so not yet we don't but uh as i said we, we want to have ai technology to uh basically have recommended learning pathways so people can um basically choose their own adventure Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. Nathan, it's a big pleasure mm -hmm. to learn from you, to you share a lot of value. I love it, especially about practical tips. Uh, tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. Yeah, look, just go to founder.com, founder without the E. We'd love to help support you on your entrepreneurial journey. Okay, guys, you need to do it. You can find the link uh, to the platform in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. Welcome back anytime, you know, to share more value. I love it. I recommend to everyone. I'll share a few times the link to this platform. You guys, you need to do it to subscribe to learn because big learners, big owners. Okay, guys, love you. See you.